This is the TRA Channel Podcast. Watch the opportunity with Trevor Clark, Mark Isles, and Tim Dillon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TRA Channel Podcast. What's the opportunity? My name is Trevor Clark. I am one of the directors at TRA, and joining me this morning or today is Mark Isles and Tim Dillon. Gentlemen, hi. Hey, TC. Hey. Hey, Trevor. How are you? Very good, very good. And we're, we're, we're going to be talking today about one of uh, one of our 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 core strengths as a, as a company, actually, um, if I may say that, is uh, the SMB market uh, across Asia Pacific and the globe. Um, we want to talk a little bit around what that represents as an opportunity for the IT channel. Um, but before we do, let's jump straight into our usual thing of talking about the news. Um, my one is uh, is is Mr. McAfee passing away. Um, you know, he had a, a very uh, colourful life, and it sounds like his his passing was also of a similar nature. Um, and the other one I had was uh, Windows 11. I thought we'd finished at Windows 10. What happened? <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? I I remember the uh, Windows 10 is the last one you'll last version you'll ever need um, uh, until 11. Uh, obviously, it's popped along, so it'd be interesting to see how Microsoft positions that because I'm sure it's going to put a few. A few large enterprises noses out of joints a little. You know, they've just got into that whole branching regular update in schematic, and this is a slightly different take. So it's going to need to be some very careful positioning there. I think about what it is. Well, they've they've already started their positioning, which is to say, no, 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 no. We never said it was the last one. Formally, <laughs> we we might have suggested perhaps, possibly, in the fullness of time, you know, but. They never, it's funny, they're already saying, no, no, that's not quite what we said. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's considering all the work we did around that when it first came for, for a couple of clients, it, it's yeah. slightly ironic, but yeah. And as a, as, as a Mac user as well, have you noticed the toolbar is just slightly centralised down at the bottom? Looks vaguely familiar to me as a, as a Mac I'm, user. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, the only use I have for Macs is a footstand, so really can't respond to that beyond going, yeah, they're comfy to rest your feet on. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because obviously that that Windows 10, those changes that Windows 10 brought just made so much such an impact on the on the channel uh, as well in terms yeah. of you know taking away project services and regular desktop refresh updates sort of things. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of money that kind of disappeared for some people. So you know, bringing in a new one, I don't know. It's it's uh, be interesting to see how this pans out. Um, any other news, gentlemen? I know there was a bunch. Kaseya got. Got hit by an, a, a cyber attack, and well, we can basically talk about one of those every day if we like recently. But is there anything yeah. else comes yeah. through? Uh, well, the Kaseya one's probably worth a little double click because obviously it's kind of evolving in real time. But the fact that they've targeted an MSP provider, the implications mm-hmm. of that, I think, for many MSPs who, you know, we'll talk about SMB shortly, but targeting that mid market space, a lot of those mid market customers don't really know what's happening in terms of the running of their IT. And obviously, Kaseya is a big player in that. Uh, but hitting them, which then has a knock-on effect, it's the first time we've seen that. So it's kind of targeting through targets. So you yeah. almost get a kind of an accelerated effect. That's a kind of a nasty trend. Um, yeah, I think I think we first saw it. Well, I first I think I think it's been happening for a little bit that supply chain uh, attack version of it. But I think yeah. also you know, the the Commonwealth Games in, in Queensland uh, not too long ago also had a similar uh, a similar approach to it. You know, you hit the IT provider rather than going for the actual games. Um, themselves, the organisation or the, you know, the operations there, you go for the IT provider itself and it's um, only going to happen more frequently is my view on it. Um, absolutely going to keep going and going. So interesting. Um, 
All right, let's let's talk about SMB, um, small and medium business. Uh, some people call it small and medium enterprise. You can call it what you like. <laughs> um, let's is SMB a market? Um, I guess that's my first question. Yeah. Tim, what Tim, what do you reckon? What, what, is it a market? Well, well, it's got to be a market, right? Because every vendor we speak to is looking at SMB, so they must it must be a market. Yeah, I look. I I kind of struggle with this with the definition of the market by size, right? It's you know, we 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 see it if if you look at individual countries in Asia, as we we found that a lot of the projects we've been doing, uh, there is no standard definition of small and medium business that applies across the region, and and there's good reason for that too, you know. Um, but it it does make me question the efficacy of targeting a group by employee size and or then throw in the additional one of spend and then you look at currencies and variations in exchange rates and what you know 10 million spend here might be equivalent to 50 million there and you know it, it becomes an increasingly messy market to define by employee size and turnover so <coughs> i my kind of view on it is that when we had a more traditional technology environment that wasn't um, influenced and, and underpinned in part by cloud, yeah, it sort of made sense from a pricing structure and going to market and channels, et cetera, et cetera. I, these days, I think in a, in a much more cloud-centric environment, SMB by size and spend is increasingly less relevant. That's mm. my view. I don't know what you guys think, but that's, that's my yeah, take. I I would concur with that too. I mean, sta standard kind of marketing 101, um, you know, back from anybody that studied um, that studied it, you, you really want to define the perfect target segment as a segment of one, right? You know, because it's, you know, I know exactly what you need as a, as a company from a technology standpoint or a customer experience. That's your perfect scenario, right? And then you go to the other extreme of that and we're just saying, right, anybody with between 50 and 500 employees is fair game to have, to have a crack at. And what we're seeing is really the evolution with, especially with digital technology and targeting for, for MSPs and for partners to get much smarter about what makes a good client for them. Because I think sometimes we don't think, and partners don't always think about what a good client is. Um, you know, just because they sit in that seat and they've got 200 seats doesn't necessarily make them a good client, doesn't necessarily mean your organization and your solutions are a good fit. So we've certainly got to look way beyond, you know, we're certainly way smarter now. We can look beyond just, you know, core employee size. It might give you a rough demographic, but same as using geography, right? You know, everybody in New South Wales and, you know, we know in Australia, right, you know, there's a million businesses, give or take, uh, 98.5% of them are a small and medium business, whichever way you cut that. So it's a huge component of the landscape here uh, in mm -hmm. Australia. It's actually a good point, and just to bring up the the, the move on to to some other things, and that 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 percentage that you that you mentioned is true across all markets, pretty much all markets. I mean, sometimes you you get in smaller markets, you might come down to a ninety seven percent is SMB. So, and typically, if you are looking at it from a business demographics across most of the markets, and it's important to keep in mind that official statistics usually. Um, categorize large businesses being those with more than 200 employees and everything underneath that is kind of considered SMP. Um, now, using that kind of approach to it, um, you typically find anywhere up from 97% up to 99.5%, even higher in some instances, are uh, the number of organisations that employ people um, uh, is is SMB. So you, you only have a very, very small percentage have more than 200 employees. And that's true across all markets. Now, if you're talking about 
if you exclude China and India um, in the Asia Pacific region, the two very biggest markets, which can really really skew the results, even including Japan, sometimes can 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 skew things. But you are talking around over sixty million um, potential customers, end user customers, um, in that in that approach. Now, when we talk about the size of that market in terms of uh, dollar spend and how much they actually spend across it. So globally speaking, depending on who you, <laughs> which 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 firm you trust the most with their um, definitions and their market sizing for things, but you're looking at a global end user spending this year of anywhere from three point five trillion US dollars up to five point one trillion US dollars. Okay. So there's a there's a fairly big range there um, that's using the the Forest IDC Gartner trio. Um, I know there's plenty of others, so so you know pick your one, but that's they're they're generally pretty pretty uh pretty reasonable when it comes to um forecasting. Um now the Asia Pacific market usually is around a trillion dollars of that. Um, now the SMB portion of that is around thirty yeah. percent, so it's still a, a roughly a three hundred billion dollar market across the Asia Pacific region. Now that that percentage seventy thirty is typically true. You know, to one third yeah. um, up to one third is usually an SMB market spend. Um, so that's yeah. it's still absolutely if you're talking about it as a as an opportunity for size, it's absolutely there. And it, it's still growing. It's growing pretty strongly. Um, again, depending on who you ask, you're looking at anywhere from a 3% up to around a 6% growth rate um, on average for overall IT spending. Obviously, there's pockets of different growth and opportunity within that as well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if you guys any other other stats that kind of looked at it, but for me, they're, they're kind of pretty telling. Um, one of the things that that as as you both mentioned, for me, that always comes through is what if we're not using size, what else can we use to identify and sort of segment our opportunities? If 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 it's not SMB, you know, if you don't say we're going after small businesses or or you know the mid market, then what do you use? What's what's the kind of things that you've seen people use that have been effective recently? Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I mean the classic the classic one for me is obviously you'd go to industry next, which. In the enterprise space, we've been doing that for years, right? You know, you look at the way the large accountants are modeled and the very large global SIs, they're all focused around industry. But typically, we haven't extended that into SMB, but we're seeing that a little bit more. So I'm starting to see some quite smart marketing. Uh, and I, and I, I tend to define things. I tend to look at things when working with partners as well, talking about hard verticals and soft verticals. Mm. So a hard vertical, you've actually got dedicated resources to a sector like FSI or professional services, which is quite common. It's quite a broad breadth of, uh, of businesses. And in Australia in particular, that professional services kind of white collar office-based work is quite a broad uh, segment of SMB. Mm. Uh, but so seeing industry, but then you've got soft targeting, which is really where you say, well, actually our solutions are a little more horizontal, but we understand and we talk the language of those verticals. So you would target your marketing and COVID's been quite kind in some ways to partners with that sort of digital touch, you know, partners strengthening that digital muscle in terms of acquisition and ability to engage with SMBs, mm-hmm. getting the profitability of that right is quite challenging. But being able to target and then soft target those verticals where you've got messaging that resonates to real estate agents or engineering firms or legal firms or accountants, uh, start to see a lot more success with the industry. And you see that with Salesforce and Microsoft and their industry clouds. Mm. So we're, we're seeing that push, but, you know, traditionally that, that it's not really the fact that this industry, because we've been doing industries for a long time. It's the fact we're doing industries in SMB and that's mm. a little different. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I, I, Tim, you, you wanted to add? No, you go to say, I'll, I'll come oh, I was just going to say, I do, I do say, and I agree with you. I think, I actually do think there are many, uh, not 
your traditional, so when you say IT channel, um, obviously if we're talking about service providers, managed service providers, resellers, et cetera, many of them are typically have been horizontal, but I think there actually has been some very niche um, software players that have gone after industry and SMB for some time. And there's some very, very famous ones that have done very well with that. So I think that it's kind of that, you've got those two extremes, if you like. You've got the enterprise industry approach and then you've got the very small players who just do their thing. So like people who, for example, there's one company out of Queensland, I think they're based, where they just do hairdresser software, Uh, right? Really, really good example of someone who just does their industry and that's it. And you have people who do... Um, gyms and fitness studios, and that's all that they do, sort of thing. So there's there's those ones who are very, you know, even not your, not your traditional sixteen industries that are that are that an ABS or, or a statistics agency might categorise, um, but you know those sub segments that come under it. But I, I agree with you there that there's that middle ground of organisations that you know typically they talk about their technology, um, they don't talk about the business, and I, I often think that that's a that's a huge um, that's a huge miss in my view, for for the channel when it comes to particularly the smaller you go. Um, Because when, you know, you think about us as as a small organisation ourselves, we don't buy, we don't have a cloud strategy. We buy stuff based on what we, the business need that we have at the time, you know, what what we're trying to achieve as a business, not because we need to have a cloud strategy. And I think there's, there's some very big differences in the way that you you need to segment uh, as a result. Tim, do you have a different way that you, you also do it other than industry? Uh, look, I think the interesting one for me is, hang on, so no, TC, sort of, is the short answer. Um, I was sort of coming back to Mark's comment about, you know, trying to go vertical, and, and yes, enterprise have been doing that for years. I think what we're seeing here is, is really cloud changing how SMBs view themselves as consumers of technology because they can compete at an for want of a better phrase, an enterprise level, right? They can play and they can compete. Um, and and I think that's that's change. And then that, that sort of dovetails into your point, TC, about the presentation of technology solutions. Yeah, the, the smaller organisations, as we know from the data we have, typically may not have IT folks, um, but they'll have IT, very proficient IT people that are comfortable talking and deploying IT solutions. But the um, the the blocker in the mid-market is the technology pitch. So I'm I'm really heavily in agreement with you on that one, TC, that you know, we've got small businesses, medium-sized businesses wanting to compete at a high level, um, and then they're running with solutions that are typically cloud-enabled, but the cloud environment for them is complicated due to a number of factors. And to be able to, to, for vendors and partners, this is an interesting one because now they've got to take an enter, almost an enterprise-like solution but dumb it down to a mid-market. And I don't mean dumb it down in a derogatory sense, but to remove the complexity, to remove some of the um, issues and problems that mid-sized businesses are going to have when it comes to purchasing and consuming and deploying that tech. They're not enterprise grade. They don't have the resources. They don't have the the bigger budget. So there's a it's an enterprise pitch, but it's got to be reduced in complexity. Now you can go horizontal or vertical. Uh, we've, we're seeing so many vertical clouds come out. There's there's a number that you've already mentioned. SAP is also doing them. So I think that's important. But then that ease of consumption is something that is critical. And some vendors are doing it better than others. Let's just say. 
Mm, I think it's a it's a really good highlighting of uh, of one of the big trends that's kind of changed. You know that that whole that whole cloud piece, um, and then also that um, you can see it as you said. So I think there's there's the, one of the other big trends is is the, the the software as a service approach to doing things, and the way many of the um, organisations that target smaller organisations. Um, have really successfully made it very easy to implement. So you know, accounting platforms are an, ex- an excellent example of this. Um, and then being able to do e-tax filing, for example. So you look at your your, your zeros, your MYOBs, um, and there's a bunch of them up here in Japan and, and across the region as well. They've done a really good job at making it very easy just to implement um, their technology and have something uh, available very, very quickly and very easy to understand. And part of that is... The, um, you don't. You, you can self-train. There is so much great information in terms of the how-to manuals, the videos that show you how to do it, all of the documentation. That's all available there for anyone to read through, and it's typically very easy to understand, even for the non-technical. Otherwise, you can just get on YouTube and look at some videos and see how people do it. It's great. Um, yeah. So I think that that that's one of the other big trends for me is that that's for want of a better word, and I'd rather, much rather not use it, the sassification of that industry, of that part, it kind of makes you go, why Why would you not use anything other than SAS if you're a smaller organization? You've really well, got to ask yourself that question. Like it's, well, I, it's an I, interesting I, question. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you as well, which is that I'm not sure sassification is a word that it is now. Um, but, <laughs> it's not you know, a word. We've always... It will never be a word. It's <laughs> not my apologies. <laughs> Exactly. But if you talk about, you know, when you talk about, you know, we often have this dialogue with SMBs and, you know, enterprise language, we talk about workloads, you talk to an SMB, they don't know what a workload is. What's a workload? Um, so the SaaS conversation is much more relevant than the public cloud IaaS conversation to, to SMBs. Sure. Uh, and that SaaS, the SaaS opportunity, the, the real challenge there for partners, and we'll perhaps sort of click into this in a, in a separate podcast, but is how do you start to make money on SaaS? Because the SaaS provider is taking the license revenue. You've got to yeah. start thinking about those soft verticals or those specific solutions. They could be horizontal or vertical that align to that, that build on top of it, that gives you stickiness. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really where this is going. Otherwise, everything else is just infrastructure, right? And infrastructure is just going to get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper to maintain and run. Uh, that's mm-hmm. an economist's game. So it's going to fundamentally change the competitive landscape. You think about your opening comments, Trevor, with, you know, roughly speaking, it's always been the same, right? 70, 30, two thirds, one third. Two thirds of the spending is with enterprise. There's not many partners that target enterprise. One third of the spend is an SMB. Everybody targets SMB. So the competitive landscape is very different compared to, and it's a different share of the pie. You know, you've got a hundred times the number of partners competing for one third than you have competing for two thirds. Mm. It's a very good point. It's a very good point. So what other trend, what other trends do you see, Tim, um, in the market and big shifts that happened? Um, look, I, I think the the ones, yeah, the, the enterprise playing the enterprise level is definitely one. Um, the the one that's Interesting for me is, I guess, security uh, and where that's going for the mid market. There's a lot more we, we've seen from some of the research we've been doing, the the adoption of, uh, I was about to say your bloody pacification word, but I'm not going to use that, um, <laughs> but, but uh, more cloud-based security solutions. Mm-hmm. Where that's going, I, I find that an interesting trend to look at, and particularly the adoption of uh, some of the more leading edge security solutions around AI and ML uh, driven and supported. Uh, you know, that's something that we may not have seen, or certainly wouldn't have seen 10 years ago in the security environment as much. 
So I, I find that an interesting one to look at. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd echo that for sure. I think it's it's really interesting that in, in most countries as well, though, the, the privacy regulations and, and and obligations typically don't apply to many smaller businesses. Um, but I really think that that's going to have to change going forward because it's just there's too many vectors for people to be to be to fall victim and for data personal data in particular to to get loose like that's um it's going to have to change it, look i think that's yeah that's an interesting point in the context too of if you look say, here in australia about what some of the state governments are trying to do uh, around their it uh, solutions and offering it up to to the smees Mm. Um, you know that is that a potential heightened threat vector? You know, if if there's a lot of small businesses, you know, providing solutions to government, mm -hmm. maybe maybe not because the security levels are increasing as well. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's going to be fun to watch. There you go, Mark. What about you? Any other shifts in the market that you've noted? Uh, well, I think we sort of touched on the um, the, the broad one, which is. Uh, mid-market, it's called mid-market size customers or SMB-focused customers, looking to do exactly what enterprise customers do. They don't behave differently anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the, the, the core challenge, they want to do digital transformation and automation. You know, they want AI. Um, you know, they want to change their customer experience. They want to think, you know, they're thinking like the Westpacs and the Combanks and, you know, the, the very large organizations. They're thinking the same way. They've got the same access. They're reading the same articles. So the, the core ability for them to compete at that level is there. The technology is there. It's actually finding the right go-to-market motion to how do you engage that audience uh, in, in a way that can still be profitable when you can't put 100 people on it and you can't invest nine months of, of pre-sales to get a deal because the deal's just not big enough. Um, so that, that core change, you know, SMBs used to buy SMB solutions. Enterprises bought enterprise solutions. I would argue that that boundary just isn't there anymore. Mm. It's a good point. It's a really good point, and I think it um, it, it kind of extends uh, even further. I, I'd argue in that the the journey, the customer journey itself for SMBs who are buying technology itself has changed because in many ways their customers' journeys have changed as well. So you start to see that whole complete, um, you know, it's a very fast evolution for a lot of people. And, that, you know, and you saw this in the last 18 to, to 24 months as we've gone through the pandemic, you know, particularly in some industries that were um, more discretionary spending reliant um, had to really quickly change in, in what they do. So they had to, and this became a very big financial decision as well. Um, you know, they had to shift to having uh, digital ordering, being able to take e-commerce, and being able to do delivery. So all of those sorts of things, which really changed, um, and 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 uh, really forced a lot of businesses to do things differently and to become far more digital, far more quickly. Um, so I, I agree absolutely. Yeah. It goes all the way up through to mid-market competing with enterprise, even small businesses being able to compete. I mean, it's a great it's a great point is that I can I can hire someone anywhere across the world to to build me an app in the same level uh, and the same technologies that any enterprise company uses today. Um, even just yeah. as an individual, I can do that if you if you've got the cash to spend on it. Um, although I would say perhaps if I if I if I throw in another trend there, the the financial aspect of SMBs um, still remains the biggest thing to consider, um, regardless of all the other trends that we talk about. Um, you know, if, if particularly um, as we are still yet to have a rebound in many many economies, um, the the financial aspect and the liquidity, the cost management aspect for most SMBs is still absolutely critical. Everything that you do has to be able to address that for them. 
um, I, I must keep that in mind every time. And, it, and it's pretty hard at the moment for a lot of businesses. You know, the the, the spending, the, the the availability of uh, of of, uh, of of cash for them, the ability of capital um, is restricted in many many places, um, and it still becomes uh, a very hard thing to to deal with as a small business. But any other trends yeah. you wanted to to highlight beyond that? Yeah, I think it's it's probably something we can dive into for for different sectors and and tech solutions in in some coming podcasts on around SMBTC. I think that's. Let's set it up like that. That sounds good. And that's exactly yeah. what we're going to be doing. So thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining me today. That was our overview of, of the, the top line of, of the SMB market. Um, I want to keep talking, as you can probably tell. There are so many things <laughs> to talk about when you talk about this 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 part of the market that's you know that's outside of your classic enterprise and government conversation. Um, because it's it's such a it's such a diverse and and uh, pretty amazing part of the Asia Pacific economy and and what people do. There's some people doing some amazing things with technology um, in SMB, and it it absolutely is a, a very big opportunity, um, and perhaps the key opportunity for the vast majority of people who who live and work in the in the IT channel across the region. So we'll be diving into different topics related to this area uh, over the next few next few months um, so if you've got one by all means uh, get in touch let me know I'm happy to have a chat with it and if you've got anyone who wants to have a chat and join us on the on the on the podcast um, also please do let us know it'd be great to have them on board as a guest so um, Mark Tim thanks very much guys thanks DC thanks Trevor all right. Thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, this was the TRA Channel Podcast, What's the Opportunity, our SMB edition. We'll catch you next time. Thanks very much.